I want to whoop again. I really do. Um, <laughs> that's my goal in life. I think you will whoop again. I think you will. I hope so, Christopher. Put on the ball. Will Greg Cody whoop again? This is the Greg Cody Show with Greg Cody. Pardon it. Here's your host, Greg Cody. Good morning, Greg. Good morning. I'm having a rough morning, guys. I got to admit it. Um, how rough was your night? Or how fun was your night? <clears throat> it wasn't that fun. What happened was, um, man, I was cleaning my oven yesterday. Uh, you know, that self-cleaning oven? Yeah. And um, because it had been, Christopher, last time you were there, I think it was smoking or whatever. Because I yeah, had yeah, some it was gross. grease on the bottom, whatever. So I do the self-cleaning thing which I, I don't know that I've ever done that before. And I know nothing about it. So I started. So four I would hours. imagine self-cleaning, you wouldn't have to do much. <clears throat> well, but I knew nothing about it. So I started and four hours later, it's still going on. <laughs> and I thought that was unusual. So I Google <clears throat> self-cleaning oven. Turns out, you know, it can be as short as one hour, maybe four hours. So I'm getting a little worried. And then it says, um, Warning may emit toxic fumes. Um, people with asthma or other breathing conditions should not self-clean their oven. And I'm in the middle of all this. And so being paranoid and a hypochondriac, I'm thinking that because I self-cleaned my oven yesterday, we're recording on Saturday morning, that I'm actually feeling the after effects of that. And it also, I killed a big rat in my garage. <laughs> And I'm worried that, you know, I, naturally I washed my hands and everything afterward, but I I'm so. worried that that may have an effect on my health as well. Jesus. It was an, it was a, <clears throat> a medium to large rat. Are you okay? Now, like, I'm like, this is a funny story, but you have me genuinely worried about you. I'm, I'm scared to laugh at anything after last week. I'm yeah. sorry. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag point, Yeti, Yeti the asshole. Everyone was saying it. <laughs> yes. <Yassle. laughs> Yeah, uh, that was funny. Um, Greg, did you kill the rat with a trap or did you like, did yeah. you find it and were you like stabbing at it with something? Good question. Maybe a gun? No, I'm not quick enough to catch a rat. Those things move, man. They're blurs. Uh, I, I set a trap and the trap was successful. And uh, not to get into gory details, but normally it uh, basically snaps the neck of a rat. And right. in this case, thank um, you for pointing to your neck so we know. Yeah, where the neck is. In this case, the the kill bar actually uh, broke the spine of the uh, rat. It it killed him right in the so, middle of the back. So when you walk into the garage and you see that there's a dead carcass and a neck snapped, yeah, do right. you give a, a golf fist pump? Is there like a, a an audible? Oh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. No, there is. Uh, I, yes, absolutely. It was a, it was a triumphant moment for me because this is a rat that's been tormenting my garage i would say for the past couple of weeks and you know one thing i learned from ron mcgill who loves animals like nobody else it's okay to kill a cockroach it's okay to kill a rat you know there are certain animals that you don't feel guilty about eradicating and and a rat is one as long as it's okay we should do it we should start killing things we're allowed to oh yeah for sure especially rats yeah those things are germ carrying but despite uh the malaise i'm feeling from uh you know, the, the rat and the toxic uh, fumes from my oven. I'm in a celebratory mood because this is our 100th episode. 100. Thank you. 
Is it? I don't know. You guys, you guys even know that? We start count every year, though. I know we do, but in total, hmm. in total, this is our ninth episode of, of 2022, but our 100th overall. Wow. And um, I'm pretty proud of that. Uh, you know, Betty White couldn't reach 100, <laughs> but we could. Okay. <laughs> and uh, <clears throat> we are now the, the, the Wilt Chamberlain of podcasts because it was, it was um, almost 60 years ago today on March 2nd, 1962, when Big Wilt the Stilt scored 100 points in a game, still the only NBA <laughs> player to ever do so. I looked up the stats from that game, and what's amazing to me is that in addition to 100 points, he also had 25 rebounds. I mean, this guy was just unbelievable. Yeah, but Dad, like a lot of podcasts have gotten to 100. Like um, we're not yeah, Will Chamberlain. I don't understand the math. No, no, we're here. Wilt. We're <laughs> Wilt, and our next goal is to get to 20,000 podcasts, Jesus. which would equal the number of women Wilt claimed to have slept with. Jesus, okay. um, Jeez. All right. he. Uh, <laughs> He died in 1999, only 63 years old. He died of heart failure. Um, he probably really died of exhaustion after betting 20,000 women. But, um, you know, Look, at any rate, uh, I'm, I'm celebrating. And, Christopher, I want you to think back, because I can remember it like it's yesterday. And it was March of 2020. Are we getting all serious now? No. Be quiet, Yeti. My dad's getting serious. You got it. Deal. I want you to think back to that very first podcast we did when I was yeah. in my closet, my walk-in closet. Reading. <laughs> reading. Yeah. And then you came in to rescue me because I was just droning uh, in my closet reading. That was a good studio. We had some good sound, man. Good. <laughs> it sounded like you... I, I remember that episode. You. It sounded like you were reading into a tin can. Yeah. <laughs> I may have been. That's what we were going for. <laughs> we have come a long way uh, from there. Later in... Um, in this episode, I'm going to have a uh, Mount Gregmore of my favorite episodes. Of course. From the first, uh, <clears throat> from that's, the first that's, 100. That's the way the most narcissistic podcast ever should celebrate its 100th episode. Hey, exactly. Chris, leave your dad alone. He should be like, for Greg Cody to reach 100 at anything is is any kind of, is, is a feat to itself. Yes, 100 episodes, it 100 years old, making $100 off of his columns, <laughs> you know, 100 anything he should be able to celebrate. Yep. That's true. Um what do we got in this episode? We have the PFPI Gala um, Best Of coming up. That's a big weekend for you. Uh, we're going to have an Uncle Dick conversation later. Yes. The famous Uncle Dick. Uh, we're going to wrap up the non-sports Olympics at some point. But first, I want to give a shout out to Chad because... The country? I, yeah, the country. <laughs> you know, it, it's in Central Africa, I think. Uh, just north of central, but in the middle. Oh, you actually are talking about the country. I thought Yeti was doing a joke. I was doing talking. a joke. Yeah. No. Yeah. Although the name Chad, in, in researching this, I find out that um, the name Chad is slang for, you know, like a swaggering, romantic, sexy guy. So if you refer to somebody as a Chad, uh, you're, <laughs> you're paying him a compliment. You know, the kind of guy who's in a bar picking up other people. But, um, you know, that kind of guy. That kind of thing. Um, <laughs> that kind of guy. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, exactly. That kind of guy. But the podcast, our little podcast that could, we're big in the Dominican Republic, Portugal, Jamaica, Honduras, in addition to the U.S. But here comes Chad. Here comes Chad. And I'm thinking to myself, why is anybody in Chad listening to us? It's They speak Arabic and French there. I, I, I suppose they speak English as well. Maybe, can you translate uh, podcasts? Like, can people in... 
in uh, Chad uh, hear my podcast in Arabic. What a sad task that would be for somebody. <laughs> How would they translate that kind of thing? I'm just trying to like imagine whoever was assigned the task of translating our podcast. <laughs> oh, we lost him, folks. <laughs> no, that, that, claims made, another. That, that made me laugh. <laughs> oh, my God. Toxic fumes. Um, <laughs> it's like that out, like yeah. my mother died. What are you just like the way you, you just said that the way Stugat says Super Bowl week? Like, <laughs> Toxic Toxic fumes. Fumes. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. Um, Christopher, I want to um, talk uh, Levitard show just a little bit about a couple of things. Uh, <clears throat> first of all, I want to. Um, would you write an article about the show if Dan took a shit and it went poorly? Would you write about that? Uh, no. That that would be your standard. <laughs> no, no, I don't. Oh, we just mute. just mute yourself. <laughs> Mid sentence, you like muted yourself. What the hell happened there? Yeah, <laughs> my my fingers were flying over the keys like Talk a penis. To fumes. Um, but I want to start off. Uh, speaking of Levitard, I want to start off with by talking about what every fan of the Levitard show is talking about. It's on everybody's mind, and that is how fantastic. Uh, my last back in my day was when I talked about <laughs> Super Bowl commercials. I have really to good. say <clears throat> that was one of my personal all-time favorites. I would love it if uh, uh, right after this spiel, we could play a snippet of that from the show because I thought it ranked up there with uh, drawbridges and coffee among my all-time personal favorite uh, back in my days. Campbell's Vitalis, Motorola, Sears, <laughs> Xerox, Chrysler, Boeing, Grecian Formula, yes. Noxzema, yes. Chesterfield. Yes. I'm Greg Cody, yes. and that's how it was yes. back in my day. Yes. Um, amazing. Thank you. We, we spent... How about your production team on that one, you know? Yeah. I think you got that. Alex Benson actually gave me that idea, and I gave it to you. That was, What's that? The, the, the Super Bowl commercials, when we oh, were yeah. sitting there, remember? I just want to give Alex some love because... Okay. That was Good his, for him. Yeah. And Greg's like, why would you do that? I was just hoping I could just take all the credit. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was, a good, it was a good idea by you. Yeah. I also want to talk about this, uh, this uh, musical that's coming up. Uh, I recorded my portion of it uh, this past Tuesday. And I guess it's coming out in a couple of weeks. Uh, Christopher, what was your song? Can you say? I don't want to give away secrets. Um, I don't know if I can say. I, yeah, you can. Go ahead. Break news. I mean, no, I mean, I just like, yeah, I have like I have a song on there that like, you know, it's not just me in it, but like I sing the chorus and um, and it might involve an all time great quarterback. That's all I'll say. Oh, wow. Joe Flacco, nice. <laughs> okay, and who else is in the in the like? What does Jessica sing? Oh no, like we're basically all like we're like we're basically all in a lot of songs. Like, like we might have like one person that's like the lead on each song, but like like most of us are heard like the layering of like background singers like around the choruses right. and stuff. Like that's why there's a lot of songs I haven't even heard, but I've heard the eight seconds of like where he's like, all right, he's playing it for me. He's like, now nah, I just need you to you know get in there and sing that chorus and put your little spin on it. And then it's just like all of us. And then you hear it and he hasn't even like made us sound better yet with tuning or whatever. Oh my God. do with shit. Yet he would know better than me. Yeah. JT Daly is pretty remarkable. I was very impressed by him. Yeah. And apparently it's going to sound even better because the stuff I was hearing, I was like, wait, that's us. That's all of us. Yeah. And 
So I'm I'm excited. I'm honestly like the public excited to hear. I'm, I feel like an actor who's like done my roles, and I'm like I'm waiting to see the <laughs> the final product. Yes, seriously, I'm excited. So Christopher, who on this record, um, this musical, who had a surprisingly good voice? Um, besides me, uh, okay, I think Jessica. Yeah, was I honestly? We all recorded separately though, so I. Ah. Uh, like I just heard Jessica was good, and that's not surprising because she's like in the musicals. Graceland, you can, no, you cannot do this. Stop. <laughs> but see, I, I didn't like the way the show is bagging on you because you've sang on the show before. You did the Dwayne Wade, you know, farewell right. song with Green Day, right. and you know, years ago, and you got complimented then, and then, and then all of a sudden, Dan just decides to totally crap on you. Yeah, I mean, I, Dan, you know, is projecting his terrible singing voice on me, and, and I'm an easy punching bag for him. So I'm like, like Greg can, Greg knows what I'm talking about. Like, he, oh yeah, he loves his punching bags, and I'm one of them. But uh, right. uh, I think I'm okay. Like, I can, I, I, I get the, I don't know the, the you can hit the notes. Singing. You might not be trained in how to, you know, exercise the full range of your voice, but you can right. hit the notes. I can like write, and I can like mimic if I'm trying to like sound like a singer and stuff. Like, I'm, I'm decent at imitating. So like, you know, yeah. I, I can. Yeah, so like I, I don't think I'm terrible. So and now, Jessica Jessica claims that she's being honest when she said she was impressed what she heard. Now, in contrast, who had a lousy voice? Like possibly the worst voice you've ever heard. I, I'm telling you, I'm only seeing uh, that these little snippets that Mike is showing everybody of like each of us recording. So uh, you know, it's it's exactly what you would expect. I mean, Stu Gatz is not great, but that's his charm. Right. Like he's probably going to be the star of the whole thing. Um, <laughs> Um, well, <laughs> and then Dan is like, yeah, like Dan should be interesting. You know, they're, <laughs> I, I love what they're doing with Dan in this. That's all I'm going to say. Okay. I love the fact that Mike is keeping it all kind of a secret, even from you guys, like yeah. that he's using scratch tracks to, for you to sing to that aren't the official or final product or anyone else's actual voice. I think that's going to be really cool. Like that he'll get to reveal it to you. And to the audience later. And like, if, if we're in a chorus on a song, we might hear that chorus, but I don't know what the song sound starts like. I don't know. Like, I do. Mine's a banger, though. Mine's a banger. I'm, I'm ex- I've been singing mine in the shower for a couple of days. It, it's also super cool that JT Daly, <clears throat> who's producing it, is a professional. You know, I mean, he's been nominated for two Grammys. He's like the real deal. And um, I take credit for this musical, quite <laughs> frankly. And the reason is that singing on yeah, the radio, go. I invented that. I'm the original singing sports. <laughs> That's the only thing Levitard ever gives me credit for, is that I am the original singing sports writer who introduced song to the Levitard Show universe. So you're welcome. <laughs> you know, if this if this musical goes over well, you're welcome. Greg now, Cody invents the radio, folks. Correct. And Christopher, before we leave the Levitard show, I there have to go. ask you about Mike Ryan made big news this week by uh, oh, yeah. revealing that uh, that he's stepping down as executive producer. Although I'm totally confused because he also says he'll still be around. Yeah. What do you know about all this? I think he's just going to, I mean, is the way I take it. Um, and we'll see, you know, check back in a few months and I can give you like how it's actually changed. But I think the plan is for him to still do everything he does. I just think he's going to be doing other things for Metal Arc as well like he's growing his role at metal arc so there might be days where he steps away right like just because like now even now on the show like there are times where you might not hear my voice on on an episode because i'm off working on something with adnan so you might not hear jessica in one like we have so many of us that we're able to you know one of us can slide out to go do something else that we need to do and the ship keeps moving so i just think mike might need to do that every once in a while greg's being coy 
Huh? Greg is trying to get you to reveal who the new executive producer is because he wants to break that on his podcast. And I have insider information. Oh. The new executive producer for The Levitard Show is not me. Yeah, Nettie. Okay. We're narrowing it down. We're winnowing it. One thing I'll say for Dan is that uh, he has built a really good team with a lot of interchangeable parts, a lot of people who can do a lot of different things. Right. And so <clears throat> I imagine this, whatever this transition is, I, I imagine it's going to be pretty mild and, and not jarring at all to the listeners because that's uh, the method here. It, right. It's, it's uh, something that really works. For his show, it, it, for the people who are willing to be on board, anytime they've made a change, it's always been for the better. Like, it's yeah. been fun. And as long as you're part of the audience that actually wants to go with things, that the people that only seem to have a problem are the people who are just really stuck with doing things one way. Right. And so if you're if you're a flexible fan and you're Not just, well, let, let's, just right. let's just get on the, let's just be on the ship and let it, let the lazy river take us where it's going to take us, you're going to love it. There you go. Correct. And nobody's more flexible than Greg Cody, by the way. Yeah. And an example of that is that uh, I'm on Wednesday this week instead of Tuesday. So which is a very regular drops. thing when we're off on Mondays, because I know it is. while uh, the Greg Cody show audience gets an episode on Monday, the Levitard show is not on Monday because the Greg Cody Monday. show, while it respects most presidents, some excluded, does not take president's day off. We are here for you on Monday. We'll record. We're recording this on Saturday, though. It's true. Us, even, work, even us working on a Saturday. Look at us. Look at the look at, the, look at us right the now. Dedication. Hey, we're working for you. You, I mean, not listeners in general, but you personally. I mean, Dad, you get a day off during the week. Me and Yeti, we work. This is. You guys are working in a coal mine, going down, down, down. Am I right? Working in a coal mine. Whoop. Yes. Slip yeah, I, I wanted that whoop. I can't do a whoop <laughs> anymore. My voice doesn't go that whoop. I go whoop. It's sad. I used to be able to whoop. And you just I could hit the high notes. I had a full setup. So you just right. you've accepted that forever you won't be able to whoop. Well, I want to whoop again. I really do. Um, <laughs> that's my goal in life. I think you will whoop again. I think you will. I hope so, Christopher. Put on the ball. Will Greg Cody whoop again? Christopher's coming to the doctor with me next time, like I'm a child, so that yeah. he can tell the doctor what he thinks I'm not. Can we record the it? Do you think he'll let us record that? <sighs> Let's put your doctor visit on on recording. That would be great. I'd have to ask first, right? I could I could just put the recording on in my phone. I know with our video appointments, when, when I have a video appointment, they, they make sure they say, please make sure you're not recording this, you're, you know, or confirm to me that you're not recording this visit. And I'm not sure why you think the transparency would be fine, but I guess they feel some sort of liability issue. But I, if you ask him and he says, and tell him what it's for, maybe maybe the doctor will be okay with it. But yeah, yeah. thank you, Chris. Thank you for going with him. So you can actually be honest with the doctor and ask real difficult questions. Thank you. Like, You're is welcome. my dad going to make it another week? You know, <laughs> what do we have to do here? Right. I better, that's dangerous territory. I, sh- I should walk that back after last week. <laughs> yeah. Don't make, don't mention the, uh, the toxic fumes from the oven. Um, <laughs> I want to mention real quick, th- this came up on the Levitard show this week, but um, uh, Amazon Prime has a new documentary out on the NASL soccer league from the 70s and early 80s. And uh, I have a small bit part in that. They interviewed me and I survived the cutting room floor and I'm actually in it. If anybody who can hear my voice has actually seen the documentary on Amazon Prime, please let me know how awful my little segment is because I honestly have you haven't seen it. I have not yet. No. And I don't know whether I'm on for literally 
five seconds or whether I'm on for a minute and a half. How long did they interview for? Oh, boy, it was it was a while. I was there with Ray Hudson and Chip Nami, if I remember correctly. They did it on Fort Lauderdale Beach. They sat you down like a panel. It was it was the um, director interviewing people and and they were interviewing me that day about having covered the team. Oh, so the one on one interviews, you just saw those guys going in and out. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And and she probably interviewed me for 15, 20 minutes, but you know how that goes. You know, it's actually not that long. I'm lucky. I'm thinking that, yeah, you're probably only in it like once or twice. <laughs> like It could be, but it's got to be golden. But if anybody out there has actually heard it. Um, What'd you say? Like, do you remember where you at one point where you're like, this has got to make the cut. This is a good line by me. <laughs> like, It's funny for you. You should try to think back and predict which line and we can see what actually made it. You know what? It, it This is how documentaries go and, and how long production sometimes takes. That interview had to be two or three years ago. Easy. Yeah. yeah. And so, but I was talking about experiences in, uh, in 1979, you know, and, and I was the same age as the players. And so, you know, it was the, the first big break of my career. You know, I went from covering high school sports to covering the strikers back in the days when the NASL was really big. This was before the Miami heat, before yeah. the Panthers, before the Marlins. So other than the dolphins and UM football, the, um, Fort Lauderdale Strikers were the biggest thing going. They drew 15,000 fans a game. Um, and all of a sudden, I'm being flown around. I'm, I'm in Toronto. I'm in Montreal. I'm in L.A. You know, so it was a big deal for me. And it was fun. It was, Is that what you said during the interview? <laughs> like, you just talked about yourself? I, I, well, <laughs> no, it, it, it was different then. It was so loose. I, I drove on the team bus with the players. And got to hear, you know, players yucking it up with each other. There you go. That made it. That'll probably we, make it. You know, we hung out in the hotel lobby and drank together at the bar. I mean, it's that made it. That'll make it. For things sure. that never happen again in the modern times, but that they happened sure back then. It. The strikers would hold post-game parties at a local bar called the Pierce Street Annex, where fans could mingle with the guy who just scored yeah. two goals. I mean, it was it was just a mind blow. That right there definitely made it. Did Greg Cody have a, have a girlfriend in every town when he was traveling man? Oh, baby. Well, we don't mention that on the air, <laughs> but uh, that kind of thing. Hey, that kind of thing. That's uh, Big Time Soccer, the rise and fall of the NASL, starring Greg Cody, who was not mentioned as notable people in the um, credits. Right. No, uh, I would I would make the agate type. Uh, which is a newspaper phrase for that tiny little, like agate type used for uh, bowling scores and everything. That's that's where I would be mentioned. Agonit. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. That kind of thing, that kind of thing, that kind of thing. Welcome to the 2022 Greg Cody Show Non-Sport Olympics. On Greg BC, we are presented by The Greg Cody Show with Greg Cody. Here's your host, Greg Cody. 
All right, we're happy to wrap up the Greg Cody Show Non-Sport Olympics. We've had fun the past few weeks giving you snippets of these non-sport Olympic events that listen. No live crowd? No live crowd this week? No. You know what? We had budget cuts and... uh, (laughs) And, and, and like the real Olympics, which are tanking for NBC and the ratings, um, our Greg Cody show non-sport Olympics also uh, did not rate all that well. So we had to uh, we had to sort of wrap it up uh, indiscreetly here. Quiet. But we do. We did. We did keep but a few callers. Right. Like we, we told a few. Right. Yeti, are they here with us? Or? We, we were able to we were able to get the recordings of a couple of people before they left the, the audio or before they left the right. studio. Yeah. How did you guys think that went? Because we devoted pieces of three episodes to the non-sport Olympics, and I want your honest opinion. I still think I, I I think it's a funny idea. I think anytime you bring in callers, you risk losing it a little bit. But I think that they had some good ones, and I think, yeah, I mean, I, maybe it wasn't worth all the imaging and work Yeti put into it, just because the, the bit didn't <laughs> seem to take off. But I think ratings are just down for these. I'm I'm, I'm blaming NBC for our, our Olympics not yeah, taking off. That's a good point, right? We, we we lacked the time, energy, and planning to you know keep this going throughout the weeks, like you know with so, some social media stuff. But yeah. you know you got to start somewhere. This was our start. Maybe if the show's still and Greg is still around in in four years, we can yeah. or in the next two years for the next Summer Olympics, maybe we can do this again. Yeah, yeah, we can also have fun with the uh, the World Cup coming up. Uh, it it it's in Qatar and it's not in the summer because. It's like a thousand degrees in Qatar, so they're having it later in the year, so that people won't be dying right on the field. And there's no doubt that the visual of me walking from my car to my house, pulling my keys out, and then with the you know precision and getting it in the slot, and then looking to the right and a table like a slam dunk contest of people going seven point nine, eight point two, nine point four. Like that's a funny visual, and we created that. Yes, you did. And, and the toe lift right. is my personal favorite uh, from me. But I thought one of the best ones of all was from the, the, the female listener with the applying makeup in a yeah. driving car. I thought yeah. that was really no. astute. Yeah, the lady was farting in her car. Yeah. That was great. Farting in her car. F-A-R-D, not T. Get your mind out of the gutter, people. Speaking that of toe lift, actually, that's that's one. We, we have a competitor in the toe lift category. Want to hear it? Yeah. All right. This is Jordan Angel. Yeti, that intro is a heck of a thing. Thank you, sir. Um, my name is Jordan Angel. Of course you let that in. Of course you let that in. Leinster, G-O-E-N-N underscore F-T-R. And, of course, I'm going to go along with Greg's toe pickup sport. I'm going to modify it slightly. And every man, I believe, has done this. Toe lift. Where you're in the bathroom, getting ready for the shower, and what do you do with your undergarments? After you take them off their land on the floor, you see the hamper across the room, or you see a doorknob. What do you do? You pick it up with your toes, and you fling it on the doorknob. Whose number throws? You could score it with, did it land in, or did it get hooked by the waistband? Did it just kind of drape over both sides? Can you... Can you make it rotate more than once in the air? Can you do a spin before you do it? Can you flick it backwards over your head? <laughs> There's many, many options. You can you can create the flare with this. Wow, it's a complicated you event. Can judge it. You can score it. You can do distance throws. There are many, more many energy. options. <laughs> it's the toe pickup underwear <laughs> toss. All right. And in closing. That kind of thing. Okay. 
Toe pickup. <laughs> toe pickup underwear toss. Okay, so that's like the toe lift, but expanded. Who's actually doing that on a doorknob? <laughs> what a disgusting thing! Yeah, that's what was it. he. He wants a divorce. That would piss my <laughs> wife off endlessly. It's yeah, got to go in I, the hamper. I have done it with a hamper though, where I throw a t-shirt across the room to see if I can get it perfectly in the hamper. Yeah, but he's talking about with your toe doing that. Yeah, no, that's tough. I feel like that call could have been half the length if that guy just picked up his energy a little bit. I mean, he was just like, I'm going to talk like this. Going to take long pauses and take about twice as long to say what I could have said in half the time. I mean, Yeti, you heard that compliment at the start, and you're like, this guy's making it through. I don't care what his call is actually like. (laughs) You didn't listen to that whole thing. That's great that Yeti left in that compliment to himself. Um (laughs) I think that uh, that guy, like me, is best heard at 1.5. If you all are listening to this podcast right now, speed it up. Because uh, when I'm listening to it at 1.5, I sound younger. I sound more vivacious. Yeah, you do. You sound smarter. Oh, we, yeah, totally. Totally. I listen to 2X, and I love it. You're a 2X guy. I'm a, I'm a 1.5 guy. Yeah. And try Adnan at 2X. My gosh, oh, you're not sleeping for a week. <laughs> That's terrible. Oh, my God. <laughs> How about me at 0.5? How fun would that be? I want you to do that. Throw that into the podcast where I'm what I'm saying right now. I want you to replay it at 0.5 to see how funny it is. Let the people do that. We don't need to do that with our production. Oh, I think it'd be great. (laughs) Just talk really soft. Just do the next sentence as if you're at half speed. Greg continues fossils 22 concert tour by seeing rod stewart (laughs) this is greg after 11 o'clock at night (laughs) every night that's right (laughs) that was oh gosh all right so this guy is uh jeff he's actually from south south plantation high what greg cody show podcast yeti you're my boy chris cody Used to be my JV baseball coach at South Plantation High School. And Greg Cody announced those games. My name is Jeffrey Lawrence, and I just want to nominate walking multiple dogs at once as a non-Olympic Olympic sport for the Greg Cody Cody Olympics. Boom. Thank you. My social media handle is Jeff underscore R underscore Lawrence, and that's on Twitter. That's about all I say. Thanks, boys. I I remember this guy. I remember this kid. That's awesome. I remember the name Jeff Lawrence. Didn't he have yeah. a brother, a twin brother? Or am I thinking of somebody else? Yeah, you're thinking of someone else. Okay. <laughs> what was it? Yeah, right, mul- walking multiple dogs. Yeah, I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it at all. I, I, I'm very bad at multitasking. It's hard enough to walk one dog. That's the point. I, I actually, They're disobedient on I a I actually leash. think that's a good one. I remember Jeff Lawrence. He was a little second baseman. I remember that kid. A little second baseman. <laughs> he really? was. I mean, I'm sure he's an adult now, but like at that time... I, <laughs> I was, I mean, he was JV when I coached him. So like, you know, but I definitely remember Jeff. I just looked at him. Like it was one of those things where if I saw him in public, I would definitely go up to him and remember him. But by his name only, I was like, wait, which one was that? I know we, and now I saw him. I definitely remember him. That's so cool. Well, how, Jeff, we're happy how weird to is that, that like he listens like that. That makes me feel like I, I, I assume nobody I actually know, knew in my real life listens to this stuff and all the ridiculous <laughs> things I say. Like now I'm thinking back to all the things yeah. I've said and he's like, like one of my former players is like judging me when I talk about when I talk Damn about right. like my secret fast food meals and stuff like that is an interesting concept on like who from your pet from like your pre-show life actually listens to the show. I can't think of anybody. Maybe one. My friend Daniel. Maybe. 
Yeah, not not that they're doing it secretly, but it's like I thought all the people that I know that listen tell me that they listen. So it's odd to like when someone comes out of the woodworks like, oh, I've been listening for a couple of years. And it's right. like, oh, how many other people are out there that are just like that know me and listen, but don't tell me that they listen? You know, somewhere in America right now, a, a now 76-year-old Paul Ratke is uh, listening every week to this. Yeah, another good example is... I wonder if Uncle Dick listens. Does Uncle Dick listen? We should talk. We're about to talk to Uncle Dick right now. And I'm, and I'm just curious. <laughs> is he like a... I know he listens to some Levitard show stuff. He used to watch us when we were on... Like, what is his status with all that, Dad? Because we sometimes have some fun with Uncle Dick. Uncle Dick acts like uh, now that the show's not on proper TV, that it's, uh, uh, you know, a, a, a real chore to find <laughs> it. I, I tell him it's a podcast. You can basically listen to it whenever you want. So no, he doesn't listen. I thought he listened to the Greg Cody show and that's the like, podcast is the only way you could ever get that. I mean, he, he does listen to the show. Uh, I don't know about all the time. You, you know. know what? Let's ask him about it. Let's celebrate. Let's celebrate let's the that. PFPI gala with uncle Dick. Dick in it. All right. <laughs> that was your lawn guy. <laughs> your lawn guy's excited. He's excited about the gala. Sunday. What we've all waited for is this Sunday. Handing out the awards here on Sunday. In an ill-fitting suit will be Gregory Paul Cody. That's when you'll turn on the live stream to stare blankly at Greg giving a speech you aren't even in this fantasy league, but you still won't want to miss it. The annual gala for PFPI. Let's have a party for PFPI. Cheap mimosas be damned. This thing's still in demand. You should cancel all other plans. It's the tradition of PFPI. Pro football predictions and just stood here for four minutes outside as we do this post-gala recap for my dad to figure out how to turn his own lights on in his backyard. Thank you. But I did, didn't I? It's nice out here. It is nice out here. Very festive. Yeah. So, Greg, another PFPI gala in the books. Yep. Um, It was was a night to celebrate me. We just finished the dinner. Uh, It was delicious. Uh, I was celebrated appropriately, I'd say. How'd you feel it went? I thought it went great. It was our 28th annual gala. They started off in my little corner bedroom at 1440. Jesus, not this whole spiel again. <laughs> Uncle, <laughs> Uncle Dick's here. Um, well, yeah, we, how did you feel it went? <laughs> I thought it went very good. It was a good menu. I liked it. I feel we like... enjoyed it. Everything was well done. Yeah, the dinner was good. I feel like at the gala, we heckled my dad a little less this year than usual. Oh, God. You, uh, yeah, that's true. That's what I, you, you don't you disagree? <laughs> oh my God, it was more. It was well, worse than ever. Easy. You got off easy this year. Yeah, I I, yeah. Well, you know what? I think there was more just casual conversations going on. Yes, while I'm trying to talk. Right, like just mom and Christy like figuring oh, out the plan for next week. As opposed, usually we're like heckling you, and tonight it was more just like we're disinterested, just ignoring. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I'm up there as commissioner in a ridiculous shirt. I was wearing a beautiful shirt. Um... I'm trying to make a Long speech. Shirt. Yeah. yeah, loud shirt, tight jacket. It was my disco shirt. <laughs> it was not a tight jacket. It really wasn't. Jacket. Well, 
<laughs> Could use some of those button extenders, you know. <laughs> oh God, no! I just, you know, I could drop ten, but couldn't we all? Yes. But um, oh yeah, yep. If not twenty, yeah. but I thought it went well. I did. Yeah. I was pleased. Mm-hmm. It's a nice bow to put on the PFPI year. It really is. And with how sad sports are now that football's done, it was the biggest sporting event in the country. I feel like it was, uh, and we'll reconvene for. Um, the PFPI draft in August. Uh, meantime, we've got an expansion committee uh, meeting uh, that we're going to consider. So, you know, it's... Who are we considering? Well, we have three people. Uh, I don't know if I should say this publicly. You know, that's private yeah, matter right now. No, that's my, Is my four-year-old in the running? Well, she, well, she is, but... She's up there with... <laughs> she's on the nominating list. Maybe my brother's, like, longtime girlfriend. Tati, Tatiana is on the list, as is... Uh, my nephew Joe. Pretty much anybody can get in. Yeah. No, that's this is super <laughs> exclusive. We have six members. Um, our our membership role has been three. It's been four. It's been six. Six um, is the amount of people still listening to this because no one gives a shit about our family football pool. You know what? I would love nothing. <laughs> you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to do a TED talk. Do you guys know what TED talk is? Yeah. I'm going to do a TED talk on how a to Greg s- talk. That's right. On how to start. PFPI in your life, in your family. And I think that like would be... a PFPI for Dummies book? Well, yeah. I mean, sort of, I guess. I don't yeah. know. But uh, I highly recommend it. It brings families together. It knits families together. It's a beautiful thing. We played golf today. Um, you guys started just, like, rambling about, like, random old... What were you guys talking about? Was it beer brands? Like, what was it today where I was like, I wish I was recording this. Can we recreate this <clears throat> magic you guys were doing? Yeah, well, you're talking about some of the old brands from back in the day that are very hard to find if they still exist at all, like Orbit and Genesee. <laughs> right. uh, Orbit? It's a gum. Schaefer. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> Wait, so Orbit was a beer? Oh, yeah. And Schaefer? My dad used to drink Orbit beer, and unless I'm mistaken, he would get a six-pack for 69 cents at the local drugstore. Nice. Well, yeah. that, was, that was years ago. Well, my uncle well, used it. Was. <laughs> uncle, that was, in fact, years I mean, ago. He's been dead for 20 years. I mean, my, what are you talking about? My uncle Buddy used to come to the house, and he didn't like the beer my dad drank, so he'd bring his own uh, six-pack of PBR. Ooh. So PBR was like the classy stuff back in the day? Well, it was better yeah. than Regal. Or nowadays, whatever. PBR is like the low-end stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It's, but it's coming back. They're rebranding as PBR. You know, it used to be Pap. Yeah, they actually have like a chocolate now. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, they, imagine. They would. PBR. Yeah. Just the worst. <laughs> Worst ever. Was there anything else, or did we... You can never recreate magic. When you strike magic on a golf course, it's hard to recreate it. Yeah, it really is. And speaking of magic, I had my uh, once-a-decade birdie. I just want to brag about that for a minute and a half. Yeah, you played well today. Consider, yeah. you know, you don't play that much. Yeah. yeah. You played well. No, yeah. I did. I, sh- I almost broke 90. If I hadn't had an 8 on the snowman on the first hole, I would have broken 90. If you hadn't had 8 Miller Lights, too. Well, it wasn't quite 8, but uh, you know, <laughs> rounding it up a little bit, maybe it was. I don't know. But uh, it was a beautiful day. Beautiful day in the Cody neighborhood. A that's for sure. Thing. Chris had a good game, too. Oh, yeah. yeah. He shot 78. Brag, and I'm, pretty good. I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good. Would you hit a 40-38? Is that what I figured out? A 40-38, yeah. Hadn't played in like two months. No big deal. No, you played. And here's the weird part. For you, you didn't even play that well. Like, I've seen you drive better. I didn't strike the ball great. I, right. was, I was good around the greens. Yeah, I was. Uh, nobody wants to hear this, but I was hitting my A wedge really well. <laughs> You know, from like 40, 40 <laughs> you are right. yards out. Yeah. You know. Golfers out there want to hear it. Yeah. You know, that kind of thing. 
Right. Maybe not. Maybe I, they don't even want to hear. I guess yeah, nobody wants to hear. I that. guess we're not going to get to your back in my day. I mean, your back in my day. You, by the way, do you think beer is there a back in my day with beers? Probably. You can ha- you can t- you can hear the stake in all of our voices right now. We're like the energy is just dragged out of us right now because we just all had like <laughs> yeah, huge yeah. steaks. I'm a little tired with a bunch of butter. Yeah. No, we're not going to have a Mont Gregmore today. Okay. I intended to have a Mont Gregmore marking our hallmark 100th episode. Yeah. But uh, we'll we'll do. Do you want to give any spoilers on that? Like, yeah. are you going to do it down the road? Yeah, we'll do it maybe next week. I can't wait. Yeah. I can't think. <laughs> <laughs>